Hey, what's up? It's your boy Dave Neal, host of the Sex Actually podcast. You guys know that. You're uh, loyal listeners. Doing one of those pre-podcast chats with you. 8.30 at night on a Monday, March 28th. I'm feeling pretty good. Just went to Trader Joe's by myself. As much as I love shopping at Trader Joe's with other people, there is something amazing about shopping by yourself. Is there a more peaceful place in the world than shopping by, like, having nowhere to be? I'm not hungry. There's nothing worse than shopping when you're hungry and you got to break off a banana and then have them scan a banana peel. You would be like, yeah, 59 cents. I know. But I'm not hungry. I'm uh, excited, though. I'm hungry enough. I'm hungry enough. I made... Uh, Got a little steak, and I got some uh, veggies. I'm going to stir-fry the veggies with a little flank steak. Just the old cheap steak, that little skirt thing, that little skinny piece. I'm going to do that. And uh, I'm going to cook. It's not going to be ready till about 9.30, which is fine. I'll have a nice little Monday evening. I don't know why I'm telling you this. You don't care. I got a tweet from somebody that said I interrupt too much on the podcast. Well, it's hard to interrupt myself. So... Uh, I'm sorry about that. I try my very... I try hard not to. It's so hard. I'm just excited. You know why? I normally have a coffee when I podcast, so I'm super excited. Look, I shouldn't apologize to you. It's my own podcast, but I do want it to be the best thing that it can be. And I'm going to try a little bit harder with it. You know, I, I'm not saying I mail it in, but, um, you know, I'll, they're conversations. I record conversations with friends that I think you would enjoy. And uh, today's no different. I have a new friend for you guys. Her name's Becky Robinson. She's great. She's a, she's a funny comic. She's young. Uh, she's a little short blonde chick uh, from, uh, from the Northwest. And I've respected this girl's comedy for a while now. She's going to be on the new season of Wild and Out. She is great. She's really talented. And I had a really good talk with her. I didn't even realize this. I thought she was dating another comedian. I was like, oh, this will be interesting. We'll talk about that. Well, it turns out they broke up, and uh, it was a real interesting chat because, you know, I, I, it, it reminds me that I'm not the only person when, when I break up with somebody that there's residual emotions, and uh, and this happens in life, you know, you like, you give somebody a piece of you, and then all of a sudden, you have to like, oh shit, I just took a turn and the fucking Trader Joe's fell over. Oh boy, is it the eggs? Oh shit, I think I lost the eggs. And I had to buy the fucking expensive eggs because they were all out of the cheap white ones. Son of a bitch. Anyway, um, we have residual th- shit. Like, shit happens when you break up with someone. And it just, you just, it doesn't end right away. Like, I have exes from years ago that I, I don't know, I don't know if I'm harboring any ill will. Like, I want them to do well. But, like, I don't want to follow them on social media. But I do want to check their social media every once in a while to be like, oh, are they are they more successful than I am? Because I don't want them to be unsuccessful. I just want I just I guess what I want is I want my own success. I want to know I'm doing well without them. I think that's what we want, right? We want to know that we're doing okay because we have somehow felt rejected by by a past relationship. And uh, with friend with friends, you don't feel that way. You don't feel like too rejected if you fall out of friendship with someone. It's like all right, they're doing their own thing. Yet we give people this this piece of our heart, you know, which is pretty much what you do. Like, look, I feel I feel that love is should be a bottomless well. You should have enough for everyone, and the more you love, the more you'll get in love in return. But there's something about being in love. There's something about um, giving a very specific type of love to a very specific person that, when it is no longer reciprocated, uh, that's what creates. Uh, you know, 
that's what creates artists. People that that lost that love and they're in their searching for it. I, I find that in country music. Hey, listen to Zach Brown, Goodbye in Our Eyes. I saw Goodbye in Her Eyes. Has that, you people listening, have you ever felt that way? Goodbye in her eyes or goodbye in his eyes where you just knew, oh shit, this person is no longer there anymore. I've, I've had that with my current relationship a few times where I thought I was going to lose the old lady or, I, you, know, I've, you know, but we never checked out. You know, we've had some shitty fights. We never checked out. Things are going really well right now. And part of that is due to my own faith and also hers. I believe she's, I believe she has had like almost a type of faith maybe she's never had before because I think she's seen a faith in me that that even in tough times I still show up even when I slam the door and I want to like leave I I take you know instead of leaving I take five minutes I walk around the building I get some air and then I um, and then I give her a hug and it's not just relationships that we should do that it's not just the with a with a lover or whatever we should do that with our moms our dads you know, I was just, um, I was, like I said, I was just at Trader Joe's, and uh, they had flowers. And I got, I got some flowers, I bought some flowers that, they weren't the biggest bouquet. I don't, what did I get? The little yellow things, daffodils or something, some shit like that. But, um, they, but I got the ones that weren't yet, um, they haven't yet bloomed. So I was like, oh, these will be fun. You know, they'll come up in a day or two or whatever. And I was thinking, you know, like, before this relationship, I'd only given flowers to a girl once. And it sucked because then we broke up and 1-800-Flowers kept the chick's name, you know? <laughs> every fucking, every, every like two months, it'd be like, would you like to send Jessica flowers? Hey, uh, no, 1-800-Flowers. I wouldn't like to send Jessica flowers. Has it occurred to you that maybe relationships don't last that long? And maybe after five months, you should stop asking me if I want to send Jessica flowers, you fucking pieces of shit? Uh, anyway. But what I learned, what I, what I was, I just had this realization... Maybe I'll do this tomorrow. Where I where I was getting my girl flowers and whatever. I was like, look, dollar, two dollars. I'm picking up milk. I'm getting the fucking organic eggs that I just broke. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, why not? Why not do this more often? You know, like you you always see these fucking people on the side of the highway here in L.A. that are selling flowers on Friday afternoons. There's a market for that. Why not buy someone flowers? But then I was thinking, you know what? I don't think I've ever bought my mom flowers. Have you guys bought your mom flowers before? Right? Are we shitty people? I'm not even playing the whole guilt thing like, oh, she birthed me, you fucking asshole, you owe her. But don't we don't we owe it to the people close to us to show them a little bit of love? I got my sister seven months pregnant. I should send her some fucking flowers tomorrow. Uh, at 1-800-Flowers.com. No, I'm just kidding. I am not sponsored by anyone. I'm just in a mood. Maybe it's the spring, right? I got to start sending some fucking flowers. Because these people, yeah, they know I love them, but I'm also 4,000 miles away. What's 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 30 bucks? What's 40 bucks? I know, it's probably more. They fucking charge you. You buy flowers. My, my girlfriend's grandmother died. I had to buy, I, I sent flowers because I was, I couldn't go home to the funeral with her. I was in Boston for shows. She was in Kentucky. And they fucking destroyed me on the vase. They were like, would you like to add 19.99 for a vase? I'm like, ah, uh, do I have a choice now? Does she know this is an option? If I choose no, does she get to the teller? No, Dave chose not to buy the vase because he's a cheap fuck. Uh, may you mourn in peace. Like, what the fuck? So they get you. Anyway, look, I bet you I bet you when the day comes, when it's a little too late, you're going you're gonna to wish you bought your mom flowers. That's my, 
that's my 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 piece and um this is a great episode if it's got nothing to do with flowers i had a fun time talking to becky robinson so uh check her out send us some love on social media let her know on her social media that you were listening and uh and i hope you guys enjoyed all right take care guys I don't, I don't know. I actually don't podcast here often. Oh, you don't? I do it probably once every four months. It just seemed right to me today. It's it's the perfect day for this. Can you hear yourself okay? Yeah. Okay, we're with Becky Robinson. We're going to just jump right into it, okay? What's up? What's up? I know you probably haven't even had a chance to like catch your breath, but... It's all good. Don't need to. We're live <laughs> at Beach Nation in West Hollywood, and we it's it's kind of cold. It is cold. It was cold. That's why I doubled up on the jackets, but now that I was speed walking like a mofo... We look like a shitty Christmas caroling group. (laughs) (laughs) I wish people could see us. We have to take an Instagram now. (laughs) We look like green, and I'm in red and green. (laughs) Yeah, we're like totally just like brother and sister duo that was sent to go Christmas carol. Are you Christian? Do you understand these jokes? You're not. You're not Jewish, right? In theory, I'm Christian. In theory, I was like the one kid that my parents. I didn't. They they didn't do the whole like first communion thing for me, and they did it for the other kids. They just gave up on you. Yeah, kind of. Younger siblings get that. Mm. You get off easy. Yeah, they were just like, no, you can just stay in gymnastics and like not know any of this shit. So I know nothing about any of. I mean, I know we went to like midnight mass a couple times. Were you the youngest? Uh huh. That's interesting. See, we I did church yesterday. You did. I did Easter. Easter Easter yesterday, and my girl uh, didn't want to go, and I was like, I, I, I mean, my family's Catholic, and I don't. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a decent guy, but I want to like leave it at that. Yeah, you can take it out of the mic stand. <laughs> um, I don't like to do that stuff, but Easter for me is like more important than Christmas. I don't know why. That's interesting. I wonder. It just, it's just about being a good person. So Easter. What if I just surprised what you, you with like a like a fucking Christian <laughs> like, podcast? You're like it's a podcast about like <laughs> sex and relationships, and I get here and you're just like, talk to me about God. You get here, and I'm like, I'm gonna close my eyes. Just put your hand up if you're ready to receive the Lord. Ma'am, can we get a bucket of beers? Thank you. This church we went to has the biggest scene. It's they have a DJ who uh, like spins before the mass and like you, pastels, like mosaic, mosaic exactly. <laughs> 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 have you been by there? It is a scene. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about mosaic yesterday. It's like the one church that's just like. It's it's, a, it's there to be a scene. Like, it's it not is. so much a... Tr- I mean, it, it is, but... It's on Hollywood Boulevard, like, right where the Walk of Fame ends. Yeah, it's and Hollywood and La Brea, right? Yeah, something like that. And I don't know, like, the whole the whole, the whole, whole mass was, like, believe in love. That was it. And, you know, like, I, I could support that. They haven't once tried to, like, do anything weird where they're, like, come to this thing, you know? Yeah. But I've only been... I, I went my first year that I was here. I was alone. I came on Christmas. And you was went it? there. I went there, and then I went last year for Easter and this year for Easter. So I'm like three for three on major like <laughs> times to go, and like oh for about 150 for the other weeks. Dang, yeah, it's it's a nice thing to go when you were alone. Was that sad? I, how was that? It, in hindsight, by the way, I'm not crying, but I just got wind in my eyes. It's <laughs> okay, like dude. Realize that. Let um, it out. Okay. I had <laughs> an aunt who lived here, but I had shows I agreed to do, like the 22nd and the 27th. So like like a like a jewish asshole i didn't go home for the four days i could have gone home yeah which is east coast it's pretty far yeah that's so far. i went home for like two weeks in january okay but uh, have you done uh like christmas that that holiday season away from family yeah this this was kind of the first year that i did well i did once in college i was i went to do a little quick like travel thing uh program and that was one time i was away from them but this was the first time yeah. that i we celebrated a little bit early and then i came back here and i was here on christmas my roommates were gone. I've spent most major holidays this year, like, in my place alone. Did you have a boyfriend this Christmas? You had a boyfriend, right? 
yeah. There's nothing worse. But he was than gone too. He was gone too. Yeah. Just a feeling of like the. God, I couldn't even remember if I did or not. You don't even like, know. Shit. When did you guys start dating? <laughs> we were like so off and on at the end there. I was like, shit, were we? I don't know. But you yeah. started off and on, and now you're on. Uh, no, we were like toward the end of our relationship. Like, oh wait, you're not dating. Up. No. You're single right now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been single for a couple months. Hey, girl, get it. <laughs> hey. I don't keep up with people. Yes, you can uh, hit slide up in my DMs at Becky R. Robinson on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Those are dick pics, guys. Send them. I got or my women. first naked know. girl the other day on Snapchat. Oh, yeah? I feel like that How'd was kind of cool. I don't know. It's just, like, nice. <laughs> no, I mean, it's because uh, it's a lot of guys that will send you, like, pictures of their dicks, you know? But I got my first, like, a girl Snapchat of me just a picture of her butt naked. Oh. I don't know who it was or anything, but... Uh, did you screen grab it? No. On a spectrum of, like, 10, uh, 1 to 10, 10 being super straight, what are you, like, what's, what do you kind of identify as? 1 S- being super gay. <laughs> straight? Uh, straight, I just love people, yeah. you know? Like, uh, I've made out with tons of girls. I... I just, I don't know. I'm a nine. Are you? In a straight. I don't, I'm, I'm not a You're ten. Not. I don't think anyone is. I think tens yeah. are really fives. I think people that are, cons- you know, consider themselves fully a super one thing are probably caught, like have a lot of painful issues. Yeah, I think that's just kind of an old school way of viewing things almost. I, I, I just feel like we're all, not animals, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're all just, people are, they're sexual beings. And, and if you see some, but like I fall, I feel like I fall in love with a lot of people. Like I'll be walking down the street and I'll see a girl or a guy and well, I'll be like, oh, are, I love them. Women are way better looking in general than men. I used to stand in for a dude, Matt Bomer. You know yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he God. is a gorgeous. Beautiful. So, used to stand in for yeah, him? Yeah. So he's, I mean, in every, every, every like piece of my, every body part on me was bigger and goofier than him. <laughs> bigger nose, bigger, bigger each chin, ears, everything. He was just this small little, and I would have to put on his suits. Oh and like photo double into all this stuff from on the show, white collar. He's, guys, he's gorgeous. He is. He's, and so he was, I was about 10 pounds heavier than him. And that was, when, that was my skinny days. Right now, <laughs> no chance. You have to put on these expensive suits that just wouldn't fit and feel like an <laughs> asshole. They gave you his actual same size suits? Yeah. That and, seems and, and this is how nice of a guy he is. He let me, he was like, dude, if you need to borrow any of these suits, because I had a wedding I was going to, he's like, you take whatever you need. What? He just didn't give a fuck. That's great. Dude was awesome. Well, we had so many extras, right? Yeah. And he didn't have to pay for them. No, they were. I mean, th- technically, they were wardrobe suits. I don't even know if you got to keep them. But anyway. He had some really nice suits on that show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he was just built around looking good on yeah. every aspect of what he did. And then he went from that to, like, Magic Mike and got even in even better <laughs> shape. And then I looked, at, I looked at his earlier work, and it was, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like He was in Texas Chainsaw? He was, he was in one of the versions, and he's, okay. like, upside down, you know, being hung from a thing. Like, Still but ready to kill. <laughs> twelve different abs. Standing upright, eight abs. Upside down, twelve abs. Mm. Um, anyway. It's a lot of tension and pull. I'll never, I'll never get... I've just I've just come to the realization I'll never get into like core body shape. <laughs> you don't That's, know that. Have you lost weight? What's your deal? Yeah, I lost some weight. You've lost some weight, right? I, I, I can I tell mean, by the quality of photos you st- you've been posting. <laughs> You've upped your game to be like, that's right, I'm at the Roosevelt oh, Hotel that, pitch. That's all Facetune, dude. That's all fake. <laughs> Just edit the, I edit the stomach in. I edit the butt to be bigger. No. Uh... Yeah, I, I was pretty much fresh out of college right when I moved here, and I think I was just kind of, like, swollen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, from all the drinking. And I've been, uh, yeah, I've been working out a lot. I, I've been dancing a lot. And I think that that is weirdly enough, because I was always a runner, but I, like, joined a, I just joined a gym a little while ago. You and dance? I've been like, yeah. It's like, the you know how people are always like, oh, yeah, this, this is, like, my passion thing. This is what I do to, like, release steam. I kind of started doing, dancing is that for me. 
And I never really realized that until I would be like home alone on Christmas or whatever holiday, and I would just turn on the music and just start dancing. And I was like, oh, that's man. That's such an interesting. This is it. <laughs> for a comedian. I know. Uh, to have their, out- I mean, every, you, the people that don't have their outlets are, they're going to have some issues with yeah. this industry because it is a marathon. Totally. I play baseball. I play in a baseball team. That's what, and that does it for Are you? For the most part. It sounds fun. I can like just talk shit and fucking, you know, just, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else I do. Were you a sports guy growing up? I peaked, I peaked later in life. Like I've, I was, I've always been competitive, but I think I got better like after, <laughs> you, you ever hear that, you ever read the, um, the tipping point? They have, they, Parts it, it basically would say like there was I studied that in school <laughs> there was like so like they did these tests and like soccer players all had most of the pro soccer players had birthdays in like September to December or, and I'm probably butchering this but they found out it's because those were the players that were the oldest after the cutoff period when they were like oh, 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy yeah. right uh-huh. so I feel like that with like I, I play with I play in like a semi-pro league with with guys that all either played pro or drafted Yet I never. Currently, you do. Yeah, oh, wow. it's like a super like, but it's it's the highest level I could get at. But when I was younger, when I was like eighteen, I I was like, you know, I probably put on like fifteen pounds of just like man, yeah, that I didn't have then. That kind of like helps me out now at, at the age of thirty, turning thirty one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the point of that is with anything, no, but, but does, that's but so like I've always had the passion. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Just how like, and you can't, I can't really do this with. Well, a little bit with dance because it's physical and you can do weird things. But a lot, like I, oh, the only reason I did sports growing up, I, I jumped around from like every sport was just because I wanted to be like parts of teams and like doing bits with people in sports. You know, it was like that was where comedy kind of started coming from for me. It was like first in gymnastics when I was younger, and then like every sport after that was where. Well, you must get that like gymnastics. If it's anything like track and field, you have a lot of downtime. Yeah. Where so. Yeah. In football, we called it like be, being funny in the huddle. You, yeah, you'd yeah, be like exactly huddling around, just talking yeah. shit. Yes, exactly. So you were the one. I I always wanted to be the one. Like I always tried to be the one. You know. Did you have people that was it like a one up thing? Because for guys, we have and I and I, and I want to ask this without sounding because I know I, the stigma about women. Like if you're a killer, you're so fucking funny. And I'm I'm a I'm a loser. I just read my roast report, which just annihilated oh, me. And I oh, won. Man. I won, and I got annihilated on it. Anyway, no, I'm right there. I was watching you guys, and I was just like, oh man, mine you was watched terrible. Me, you watched I, me get I annihilated did a couple weeks ago too. We did the main event one, and they wrote. I think that it was the worst roast. It was the longest roast, but they called it like the worst one. Wow, it was so crushing. I feel like the uh, the audience has to be with you from the get go. Like the guy yeah. on, the, on my roof sports said, we had some funny jokes. Yeah, uh, and I'm not to, gonna because I, I wasn't great, uh, obviously. But Heather kind of like couldn't find her words right away. I don't think yeah. she had worked her jokes out really. So like I think we just like within the first two seconds of the roast, I think the audience's energy was like, nope, don't buy it. It really is like that. They, they I think they pick who the winner is immediately when, once you get on stage. They they kind of have decided, and then the judges too. It all comes down to weird things. And I whatever. felt horrible, just not, not for me because I, I could lose whatever. But like Heather's, she's really funny, and it didn't represent her really that well. Yeah, I, that's ho- what I hope sucks she does about it again. too, because you can put so much time into writing those jokes, and you can have really great jokes even, and walk away being like, "Well, that was a waste of time." Yeah, you know. I, I mean, and you know, from what was I even leading into when I was asking when I was talking about the roast? Oh, you were oh. saying uh, something about guys. You don't want to sound. Oh, so yeah, so so because guys, we're just assholes, and and you're 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 a killer, and and everyone's got their own thing. Yet somehow we compare ourselves to others, even though we're all doing our own thing. But um, but men need men need comedy to get laid. Like that's why we get into it because it's like you need comedy or smarts or money. You know what I mean? And if it's not the money, like I was living in New York. 
you know, doing other things that weren't really painting out. And finally, I was like, I used to fucking, you know, I like to, you know, I got caught that bug. But like, what, (laughs) what pushes you? (laughs) Somebody was telling me the other day that uh, women think funny men, or like women like funny men, but men don't like funny women, or something like that. And I think that that's true a lot. And a lot of times, that's why if girls are on stage they'll have like half the audience and not the whole audience necessarily belly laughing for a while until they're like you know good or whatever just because a lot of times men won't laugh at women because men i guess in theory or just it was some history thing somebody was telling me like in nature like human beings as a species men don't find women funny that's not a thing that they're like attracted to um it's interesting i know i know they've done a ton of you know there's been a ton of discussion about it but for me, I think men, unfortunately, can't turn off. Like, like, look at this. If a dude, if, like, a strong dude wore a tight shirt on stage, yeah. I probably would be, like, scoping out his body. Totally. Like, I would do that. And I'm not into him. I'd just be like, hey, what's the fucking guy can't doing? Is he, like, look. really ripped, you know? Totally. And if a woman's, like, got, like, you know, it sounds like <laughs> rape culture, but if, like, no. she's got, like, a skirt on stage, oh, I'm yeah. like, I really want to know this joke. But, like, men men can't turn off when they want to fuck. Yeah. And it's, and it's generally all the time yeah. when it comes to that. Yeah. I tried, so. to, I tried to tell somebody the other day, I think women are the same. Because I think when, whenever some, whenever you first meet somebody or see somebody, I think a lot of people, and maybe that's just because I have high testosterone, but you assess right away whether or not you would have sex with that person. Sure, right? yeah. That's the thing that like most men do. And I think I think a lot of women do that, too. Maybe I'm wrong, but I do that. Like, yeah. You know, I don't... <laughs> but I think my comedy, like, I always... My dad was the funny one. And so, uh, yeah, it was always like, these guys are funny. I want to be funny like these guys. Yeah. So it's like a tomboy thing. Yeah, kind definitely, of. definitely. And I don't even mean to. It's it's just interesting because, like, like and I heard that because w- women a lot of times there are there are uh, slight there are ra- by ratio less women doing comedy than than you know the plethora of you know fucking white men. Yeah. That like <laughs> w- they get noticed earlier on. So like I can I can be like four years into comedy and really no one give a shit about me and then yeah. I can start getting funny. Yeah. Versus like you might you might be like ten months into comedy and something like, oh she's got a couple good sets there and then she gets yeah. some opportunities that maybe you know yeah. in the wrong room I don't know totally that's, to- that's spot on I think so so we're gonna shift gears um so yeah, you're somebody so, being uh, arrested down the street yeah I don't know I I, I, I can never tell it. what the audience can hear because these these mics do a good job of not picking it up but. We got like Bob Marley music, and then I picked the busiest intersection in West Hollywood. <laughs> it's so, just a full gale storm winds right now. <laughs> Ocean swells at ninety feet and rising. It really the is. Sands blowing everywhere. We're in a fake beach. This is <laughs> just smells like dog piss that hasn't been filtered out of the sand. It's so funny to actually come up here because I, I drive by here all the time on my way home, and I or walk past here, and I always look in, and I'm like, that looks nice. But <laughs> they have a pretty decent happy hour. If you want a beer or anything, help yourself. <laughs> all right. Um, that's too early for me. Yeah, this is useless audio right now. <laughs> All right. And what's what's funny is like it's also the slowest street, so if there's a cop with a siren, you just it's just there for the taking. For so you time. went to San Diego, am I right? For school, yeah. What uh, San Diego State? Yeah, yeah. And we're in a fraternity. Uh, sorority. Sorry, <laughs> I'm did. sure you were in fraternity. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Trying to. Yes, I was in many fraternities all the time. What uh, sorority were you in? <laughs> I was in uh, one called Cap Alpha Theta, but it was for about a, a month, maybe less than that. Oh, you didn't, did you did you get um, initiated? Uh, yes, I did. I went because I went down to school and I didn't know anybody, mm-hmm. not not a soul, and so I just kind of wanted to dive into everything. I was like, uh, let's go balls to the walls, like 
I'll just meet everybody in it. Like I wanted to do everything, sports, intramural teams. Uh, I joined business fraternity, sorority. Um, yeah, did a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but it just wasn't for me. I met, I met a lot of great people, but then I was just like, I can't do this. And it was so much money, and I, I was already spending so much being oh, out of Oh, is it a lot of money? Yeah, it's tons of money. And I, I knew, uh, I think a week after we started doing all the sorority stuff, I had walked past this booth, and, and it was for snowboard team. And I met the girls at the booth, and they were like, they were wearing Nike 6.0s, and I was too. And, like, we all just kind of fell in love. And, uh... And I was like, oh, you, there's a snowboard team here? Because I, I, I competed snowboarding all throughout, like, growing up. And, and uh, I didn't know that that was a thing you could do in San Diego. So they were like, yeah, we go to Mammoth every weekend. And we have Team House and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, oh, why would I ever spend my money on, like, going to parties with these sorority girls when I can go snowboarding every weekend? Interesting. So I kind of dropped out, and um, I, felt, I felt bad because it was— Did you, like, tell them in person? I can only imagine the— yeah, look. yeah. It was uh, it was kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, because they they put time into you, and you know they want you to be part of their sisterhood, and it was an emotional thing. And the one who was my brought me on as my like big sister or whatever was uh, pretty bummed about it. But we're still friends now. And it's interesting because it really depends on not only the house but also the whole great system. Because yeah, I was in a fraternity at college, University of Rhode Island. It was pretty chill. We probably paid like we paid dues, maybe a couple hundred a semester, but oh, that so would go towards mellow. like that would literally go towards like I probably spent like a dime per beer when when you factored in what we drank and, yeah. and did everything. Yeah. It was just money that was kind of like aggregated for like buying our beer at like Costco versus yeah. you know. See, that's so reasonable. Ours was ridiculous because it was paying for party buses and these lavish clam bakes and shit. <laughs> you know that they were so unnecessary. And then these girls, they all had their dad's credit cards, and you know they were like we got to go buy gowns for this event and that event. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, this just isn't me. Um, I remember I, I knew, too, because my first night we were going out and I was wearing a, uh, I was wearing like a Blazers jersey and leggings or something. And the girl that had joined the sorority with me was like, Becky, you can't wear that. They're not going <laughs> to let you in. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, this really. Was it to probably, a club or a fraternity? No, it was to a frat house. They, they wouldn't like, let they you like, in? They're not going to let you in if you wear that. And I was like, fuck this. I'm out. That's the difference between, like, I went to a winter school, like a New England. Like, you would just <laughs> yeah. dress up for warmth. Yes. And then, like, let the clothes come out at the end of the night. Like, I don't know. I mean, we had themes and stuff, but it was pretty. Right. Every room would have their own sort of, like, music playlist going on. Uh-huh. And, like, I hate. First of all, and this hasn't. I hate dudes that that have to control the playlist like you know that guy that has to put on like yes. the michael jackson <laughs> remix to whatever yes. is the new song yes i had that guy my his, his name's abe he's like a good friend of mine and i just thought <laughs> i just thought of him because it's like they, they the guys that like turn they turn into the dj like wait i yes. a, a friend of mine i just saw when i had shows in boston jeff jackson mm-hmm. he was like the house dj and he just and he and he was horrible we all thought he was horrible he had like tiny like tiny little controls it was like two knobs and it was just the worst <laughs> and now he's like i'm not gonna say he's like steve aoki or whatever <laughs> um, but he, he's doing like cruises and shit was he kaigo i don't i don't <laughs> he's know doing cruises. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like dj action jackson and he would like we'd get his playlist back in the day and like that'd be the thing but like i mean he, that was his stand-up for him he was like all right yeah. i can make music and probably get some chicks and now yeah. he's got the little dj booth at the like dive bars in boston that chicks like crawl up to him and i'm like oh my gosh we're it's all just we're all we're all DJ Action Jackson. Oh my god, that's kind of a dope name, DJ Action. Jackson. And he's kind of and I love him and he can listen. I can tell him this. he's like a chubby guy with maybe a forehead and he looks like he's missing a chromosome or two. Oh. He's like a real but the DJ, but that's what he does. Yeah. 
and, and people, uh, you're drawn to that type of thing all the time. Did you see? Well, did you see? Um, uh, John Lovitz is dating a 27 year old Instagram model now. No. Yeah. Is that is that her uh, occupation? Yeah, but she's like. Is that her I think well, she's if been she was on The Bachelor, would that be her? Well, occupation? she's verified. So, okay. so I feel like so she's like on, she's on TV then uh, something like that. She must be. And he's yeah. She was in she was in some some yo. Know, she was on nine hundred two and zero. Oh yeah, old one or new one? A new one. Wait, <laughs> yeah. oh, which what's her name? Um, I don't know. She's I mean, a curly I, hair. I'll one? look it up. I'll look it up while we chat here. But I watched, um, I used to watch that. But <laughs> he's not even a good looking fifty seven year old. You know what I mean? Like there's one there's one thing if you get like, uh, Harrison Ford or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, here let me look him up and uh. I, so so I did I did this project this week and we had to cast I shot it for the Social Man which is like a dating advice company it's a yeah it's but a buddy of mine runs it and he's doing really what really well with it and he just wanted to cast like Instagram people from it and they were all good if they're listening but <laughs> mo- most of them were good but some of them were literally hold on, let me try to find this they were literally. We just cast like we held a big audition, and then he didn't like. And I, it was it was good for me because I I couldn't like I wasn't making the final choice, so I, I, like, did they whatever have, they had to act. They did, and it was um it's like a sketch comedy action project. And mm-hmm. our I we, I hired like my a cinematographer friend who's won best picture in the film festivals, and he's really epic. But then we kind of had these girls that some of them had never seen a camera before, mm. or like knew what to do. And like I'm in the background, they're like, "Can you run my Snapchat?" And I'm like, Ugh. "I have a business degree. Yeah, <laughs> I have a fucking it. business degree." Those um, are the things, though. They're so important. I'm gonna find this guy here. So hold on one second. So like, so yeah, I had to like scour the internet for these girls, and then I see that John Lovitz. Is um dating is dating one of them? <laughs> Hold on a second here. I know it's not good. Um, this is why I never whip the phone out because it's impossible. Oh, there it is. Does she so, have a? Oh, was it on um, DMZ? Or she something? was a Jessica Lowndes. Hold on, wait for it to load. And Jessica Lowndes. I'm kind of thinking he's punking us. Oh yeah. You know her? Yes. He's playing up the whole like sugar daddy thing and. I'm oh, thinking, and possibly engaged. Right. And, oh, but it's like she doesn't shit. seem like she needs to needs his money. I'm not saying he's got much. No, I don't know. though I haven't seen her in anything recently. Maybe she does. Maybe she burned through that 90210 dough. You know. Maybe. But God, I was just watching. Uh, this is like the Chris Far. I am Chris Farley on Comedy Central. And was it amazing? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. They have a. Uh, they have a bunch of comics come on and kind of talk about Chris and stuff. And uh, <laughs> John Lovitz comes on. And I thought it was a bit, but he's so tan. He's so tan. It's like. <laughs> it's yeah, he's like a golf club, Florida. It looked like he must have been fresh off of the course, though, or like a fresh spray tan level four. He's living. <laughs> he's, he's dating a he's dating a 27 year old. He's got to yeah. live that life now. He's got to learn his new hashtags and shit. Hey, it's, it's a smart move, actually. You can learn a lot. He lost. I've heard, they they lost a fortune on their comedy club. Did they? Oh my gosh! God, that was like one of the first clubs I did here. I know. I thought I was gonna get in there. I was all excited. <laughs> what do you mean? I was. I was the guy I was opening for ran his podcast out of there, oh. so we had like access to the club, and I was all excited and it's cool. And like I was getting paid on the road, so I thought they would pay me. And then they were like, "It's Los Angeles." <laughs> like, yeah, we you were, don't. You don't make money. You know. And then oh, was it a horrible? And it wasn't. It wasn't for lack of effort. It's just yeah. the comedy club was on Universal City Walk, so it's like yeah. you get it was the Times Square, like the shittiest of people, yeah, which w- would or wouldn't show up. Like I think they ended up making more money just on like DJ night. Yeah, and it was set up a little bit weird. I thought the balcony was a little too high and really hard for people to see if they were sitting too far back. I remember like the first time I did that place, I was like, oh, we have to 
the peasants sitting down below and the nobles up above. And I thought I was so funny with that bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's an old, like, uh, B.B. King's or whatever. It's like a rock stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand-up should not be over, like, maybe several feet high. It reminds me a little bit of, like, doing comedy at uh, the Chinese Theater. You ever do that? No. It just it's uh, it's hard because it, you, you can't hear what the crowd is laughing very well just because it's so the ceilings are so high and um, I love the big stage though I love those big stages. Well, they say never do a, a day show or a show outside, and I did an outdoor day show in Catalina. How was that? Oh, that sounds. So I was fun. competing against like it was on the side stage, and it was the, this Bud Light festival, and everyone was like everyone was paid to be there like n- not paid but like everyone was flown there literally yeah. all over the country crazy. i had a bunch of friends that were there yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's got like up for whatever whatever yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and um i was the only we had like some improv people there and i was the only stand-up comic that was oh performing oh boy and um Oosh. and I, I wasn't doing like a headliner set it was just like i was on the side stage i was performing i was just fucking around how long were you doing uh, i had to probably i the improv troupe opened for me i probably did 25 <laughs> And it was fine, but it was like, the sh- sp- and I was just waiting, though, for Snoop Dogg to come on. Because like, I, knew, I knew who was going to perform, but I didn't know when. Yeah. And as soon as anybody came on the stage, which was all, like 100 feet away, uh-huh. I was fucking toast. <laughs> and I, so like all the way through my set, I'm just waiting for, and they Snoopy. kept on, and people kept on dropping in. Like the second we all got there in the show, like hours earlier, they were like, ladies and gentlemen, Flow Rider. And we're oh. all like, what? And it was one after another. And oh, then Kip man. Moore, who is one of, my, one of my favorite country singers, I was like, this guy's covering Kip Moore. And I was like, it is Kip. It was one after another. <laughs> and then, so for my whole set, I'm just waiting for like, for like someone to be like, ladies and gentlemen, Kesha, <laughs> whatever the fuck it would have yeah, been. Yeah. And it didn't happen, but just the oh, fear okay. alone. I, um, it, you just it was, had it in the back of your mind. All it that. was it's fine. But weird how you can go through a whole set and have a thousand other things going through your head. Or something, yeah. just one thing like that. And you're just pegging <laughs> off jokes that are normally like three minutes long. And you're just there like turning into premises you're aborting. Pinching them off. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> but did you feel like you could hear their laughter pretty well? Like how many people were watching you? There weren't many. But the people that were there, they had turned this one. It actually looked like where we are now. They turned this one outdoor restaurant. So Bud Light bought all of Catalina. They, like, literally just bought the whole downtown. You guys were on uh, Avalon, right? Not two harbors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I went back last I went back last week for my two-year anniversary and realized how expensive it is. And I was like, fuck, I spent a fortune doing yeah. nothing. Whereas last year, I went on the whole trip, you know, for free. Were you at, was it Disconzo Beach Club? Uh, no, th- th- we weren't there. We were literally in the main center. They built this giant stage. And I was at um, Pacific with Bluefin, whatever, some restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, they had, they had built it into, like, this really cool they had i don't know they had made a cool like side stage out of it so it was fine but it was also like one i i walked one dude just wasted just you know what you suck really <laughs> like, you said I was that like, dude i could get and you, the thing is we could get anyone there thrown out because we yeah. were we were portraying village like members like we all there was like 10 of us they hired to just live oh. and then if we'd hear something we'd have like all right everyone come this way we were just kind of like shuffling people around and we we're also comics so like we got to just be, live. That sounds so fun. It was amazing. They spent like twelve million on this, God and damn. they just realized they're never going to do it again. Really? There's like fifteen drones flying ahead. They got all this footage, and and then you know we did. Everyone, we all did our job, but like not one yeah. person went to the hospital. Not one person got kicked out out damn. of like three thousand people that That's were gi- that were given alcohol. But amazing. I had one guy walk. I walked one guy. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you, you gotta, you know, you count your uh, your losses. It was and, uh, fine. You didn't do so bad. No, it was fine. But did you ever um, do what karaoke while you were there? They did have karaoke. I didn't do it. They have that one bar that has karaoke yeah. every night, and it is so Yeah, that's fun. right near the main stage. Yes. The main stage would be across from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So that's where it was. Yeah. We went there for my sister's birthday, and oh, man. 
Whew, I got on that mic, probably blacked out. It's a blast. DMX, and it was so hard to like. You know, Is that I your knew go-to? Do you, you rap? Mm, yeah, I, but it's really hard because it was uh, it was hard to, you know, you don't want to say every word because uh, he's <laughs> dropping he's dropping that end bomb left and right, and so I was like, you know, trying to rap as fast as I could, but also not say it while being really fucked up. Classic. Uh, but yeah, I um, I'm not. <laughs> this is really sad. When I when I get the mic, like, have you ever done like the private rooms? Oh, like in, no, I haven't. Oh actually. man, see, I did this in New York, like literally 34th Street, and then the East Village. It'd be literally full streets that were karaoke bars. That sounds so fun. And uh, you'd get in the private room, and you would just become a nut. And there would be a, a like a kind of like a like a nuclear bomb phone, yeah. like the, like the, it, it felt like the president's phone to like call for a nuclear war. And you just pick it up, and it would be direct line to the bartender. Oh, that's And you would amazing. just order. Yeah, but by the end of the night, you'd like, holy shit, how much yeah. did I spend? Yeah. But my big thing was just beatboxing. <laughs> so I like, I'd get a song and I would just fuck with the system like all bass no trouble and I would just be like the wireless mic that would just beatbox to whatever song <laughs> and it was it was just they would uh, on those private rooms they give you like a little like mic condom mm-hmm. because oh, assholes you... like me just like drinking and <laughs> spitting right yeah. into the thing but um never never could really parlay karaoke into getting laid at all some people can be like have that one song they can muster out and then yeah. they get no. No, Never. Not, even, no not even with your beatboxing. No one I appreciates. Wanna, I want to hear your beatboxing now. Well, like on this, you can't even do it. I like it's, it's like <laughs> 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 I can't do it because then I'll start laughing. I can't. On my, <laughs> I'm like, look. You know, how I blame the mic before I. Just <laughs> 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 uh, that's I've, Dave I've farting lit- into the mic. I've literally gotten notes on iTunes like stop beatboxing during oh, the set. Do we be, don't do you get it. Sometimes on here, I used to be like I would, I would, I would break it out at the end of the episode, but oh I'm gonna, God. I'm not gonna do that today. That's the, all you get. Um, it's a cool talent to have to be able to beatbox, or to not have, like me. Right. But think you can. Um, I, uh, so, so we went to Catalina, and I did my first ever couples massage, Ooh. like duo massage with a girlfriend. Yeah, with my girlfriend, and it was, um, she, she's fucking. What a waste of money this was. How much was it? You're good. I got a runny nose here. Um, I mean, I don't know. It was like two thirty for two people oh, for okay. an hour. Oh, okay. And I guess like I guess that's not. Cr- I don't know, but uh, they rub salt and shit all over you, <laughs> and and honey. They put honey on my face, and I was thinking about. it. I was like, this is literally <laughs> the first time I've willingly let people put honey on me. But I feel like in college this probably happened. Yeah. Like I probably left my shoes on, and this oh, happened for sure. Um. And uh, we had, like, a one big burly Mexican lady and then this dainty little yoga chick. So I took the Mexican lady. Oh, nice. Just because I didn't want – I was like, I'm, I'm just going for it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. – and uh, they, they put you f- – and I swear it's the thinnest sheets I've ever seen. They put you naked. Yeah. Um, a little sheet on over your you. back yeah. with a little, like, corpse sheet on you. Yeah. And, like, that's – Were you outside or inside? It was inside. Okay. It was okay. in this little resort we stayed at. Uh-huh. And um, – what else? I mean, it was just, you know, and then she would whisper to me uh, if she was going too hard. And she would, oh, yeah. and all she ever said to me the whole hour was, it's okay. She was like, it's okay. Oh, yeah, like, like asking. It's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, did she do, was it full, full body? Did full she do like, like thighs, butt cheeks, like all that? She's got, she got into the thighs. Okay. And she did butt cheeks and she did my chest. Yeah. And I asked my girlfriend if they did her chest. They didn't do her chest. Mm. I was like, that's. Not like I feel like as a peck? woman, you would want your chest done. Yeah, like not necessarily your titties, but like, like your. Ch- I, I would. Why want not your titties? I, I would think the whole, maybe not nipples, but like the whole thing you yeah. would want. Yeah. I got the whole thing. Uh, yeah, but you're a guy. I know, but that's fucked up because I'm. You, there's, you don't have less. You know what I mean? Like this. Yeah. Anyway, it was. It was all right, and then they give you. You're just like covered in oil by the time <laughs> it's over, and they give yeah. you like a, you know, 
a dual like a two person everything was weird about it because you could tell you could tell they make a fortune off of couples being like oh we should do this like yeah. whereas no never in my life would I with any friend ever consider getting massages you know what I mean with a friend yeah yeah I did it with my roommate the other day a female roommate and it was uh, weird because we were in the same room and we were like you naked know, uh, I think I, yeah I think I was wearing like a thong and that's all she was wearing too but like yeah uh, tops off and and this was like one of those Thai places too. It was like Ooh, yeah. awesome because they really get in there and they like walk on you and shit, which I had never had before. But maybe yeah, I was kind the of typical weird. stand up world getting walked on. This time you're paying for it. <laughs> Seriously. But uh, it, was, it was like just funny being in the same room with somebody that's just a friend and not. But Are yeah, you, I, I also would never be like with a, with a guy be like, we should go get a couple's massage. How does it work? I feel like living? that's a couple's bucket list thing that like basic couples <sighs> want to do, you know? I'm a basic Not that couple. you're a basic couple. You just said, like, you would never, no, like, and I was like, uh, I knew was she weird... was going to pay for it, so I was like, oh, oh this really? is, yeah, I was kind of, well, because I was paying for the trip, so I was like, well, oh, oh. all right, and she, we, didn't, we didn't exchange gifts or anything. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I guess this is this is fine. <laughs> but I just, and I also, I've had a horrible neck issue. Oh. I got a bad accident in uh, uh, in October. Car? Yeah, I got hit really bad. Really? Yeah, and it's gotten worse, and it's just, it's like an all day, yeah. I went to the doctor, there's a settlement and all that shit, but, um. Wait, I'm are not you supposed to talk the about it, but No, I don't know what they're going to give me. I honestly don't. I'm waiting on the lawyer. Damn. But I used I used Ari Manis's uh I shouldn't have said his name. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> I'm sitting I'm He's sitting Ari's parents? I got I'm driving my car down the road. I, I haven't even talked about this cuz legally I wasn't supposed to, but Whatever. it's pretty much over. I'm driving down the road <laughs> Monday morning. I'm in my Patriots sweatshirt that's like a size too small for me. My like girlfriend's parents got it for me. It didn't really fit. Okay. And I'm just like 10 a.m., no traffic. Car just runs a red uh, stop sign and just hits me out of nowhere. Where did it hit you? In the back? Um, I'll, show you, I'll show you a video because I like to hear people's reaction okay. to the video okay. without actually seeing the video. Okay. I'll, f- I'll post this video fi- someday. How do you have a video? Well. Oh, there's a traffic light? Nope. Oh. So I, um, I'll get there. So you're just like Snapchatting while you're driving. Or <laughs> that, that would be horrible. Uh, I was just driving, and as it turns out, I didn't do anything wrong. I, I and I thought I did afterwards. I was like, "What the fuck happened?" And as it turns out, the lady just ran the fucking light, and it was the loudest noise ever. Everyone left their like their houses and came and saw us. And um, this dude comes out and he goes, "Got it all on tape." <gasps> no so, way! And, it, and because it wasn't my God, fault, don't you love people like that? Yeah. So I'll just, just so some like Eddie from Christmas Vacation looking fuck. Like he was like an old <laughs> dude with um. He was um, and he was like Norman, and he had like elastic sweatpants, you know, tucked <laughs> in shirt, yeah. and um. So this is it. So um, you'll this see. This is insane. You'll see her. Like <gasps> she just runs into oh me. Oh my god! Yeah, you can rewind it. That's so, um, you. That you're the I black car. I go up on car? two wheels. Yeah, I'm the black car. Her uh, license plate sticks into my driver's side door, and it's never been removed since. <gasps> cars, cars just gone, and uh, and so wait, I wait, wait. Sorry, which car are you? I'm the black one. Okay. So I was just going down the road so doing my thing, and she just skids into me. But oh, she was actually accelerating. I, I think see. she saw me late and tried to gun it past me. I'm just watching this again if, and again. If this I had, insane. so I have an hour of that footage. But if I, uh, if I had uh, oh, a yeah, normal car, you're going fast. I probably would have shattered my like left side of my body. But yeah. it hit my frame, so it bounced me. So really, the only thing that took an impact was my neck. And then I spun out and then hit a pole behind me. So I got, I got a kind of oh, double. Oh my god, you spin so fast. Were you freaking out? I didn't know what to do. I was like, I was it's like, literally two uh, seconds, uh, 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 but I mean, you could have wrapped around that pole. And I was supposed to go to, um, I was supposed to go to Arrowhead, Lake Arrowhead that day. I, I turned it down so I could work a little bit and make some money. 
but uh, my girlfriend had a job in like Arrowhead, so I was like, she was like, you can come and just get some writing done and shit. And I was like, no, 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 I'm gonna work, be a man. And then and then I just filled up on a full tank of gas, and I just filled up on on oil too. I bought uh-huh. oil and refrigerant, and like <laughs> which is only like fifty bucks. But I put that into my car, and then a second later, it's that's gone. That's when that. Oh. But anyway, sucks. so I'm sitting in my car, and I'm looking through my Facebook, waiting for the cops to come. I'm just like fucking scrolling through, and I see that Ari was in an interview, and it literally popped up that his mom was a lawyer. So I was like, dude, I just got in an accident. He's like, when? I was like, now. <laughs> right now. And then I, so she's my lawyer now. But um, they, they treat me treat me well. But they can't, you don't cash out on it till after everything's said, all said and done. Yeah. And they were so horrible that, like, the physical therapy did nothing. So I was like, I need to either see a chiropractor. But I know a chick who just died from a chiropractor. What? Becky, this is real life shit. What? Why, getting her neck cracked or some Mi- shit? Her name's Miss Katie May. That's, like, her Instagram name. A couple million followers. <laughs> TMC, Playboy model. Uh, oh, no. 32, six, eight-year-old daughter. My, my girlfriend shot with her before. She gets her neck um, adjusted because there's one artery there. And if you Google it, the chiropractor industry whatever, they scrub that shit from the internet. No They really way. do. So there's going to be a huge lawsuit. Instant stroke, bl- <gasps> bl- blue leg, whatever. Two days later, brain dead. And Crazy. Brain dead isn't dead dead. Dead, dead, dead. Pull <gasps> the plug. Oh, my yeah. God. And uh, and I met the doctor separately the day before I knew she was dead, because they that didn't. doctor I met. I swear this is true. I met the doctor. The doctor I was that complaining about. Them. No, oh no no no, not the oh. chiropractor. The doctor who like worked at our in like Cedar Sinai or whatever. I was driving my car, I was doing lift, driving up, picking up random people, and I was complaining about my neck. This was so. This was like January or December, whatever it was. Yeah. So it was like two months, and I was like, yeah, I was like, physical therapy's not doing shit. I'm driving this guy to work, and he's like, I'm a spinal specialist, and like, look, just be careful. If you're just going to go to a chiropractor, we have a, we have someone who's just had their their nerves pinched and caused a stroke, oh my and gosh. that shit happens. And I was like, oh my gosh! And then the next day, I found out it was her, oh. whom I've never met before, my girlfriend. But anyway, yeah. it was just one of those things. You're like, holy shit! That? This isn't like a sickness that leads. It's no. like boom, you had a neck problem. So her last post on Instagram was like, everyone have a good day today, blah blah blah. And it was like, and then on Snapchat, she was like, my neck's not feeling well. <gasps> boom, done. Oh my god! Crazy. That's it's also a really crazy chain of events that you that that happened to you and that you met all those people like ten that. million people or eight million that live here That's and I'm like I'm thinking get my neck done and some guys like maybe don't do that. Hey, everything happens for a reason. Ugh. Jesus Christ! But anyway, um, what are we at? We're at thirty seven. We'll go another ten minutes. Well, second. How's uh? So your neck? Wait, how long ago did this happen? <sighs> Late October. And it still hurts like every day. I went. What did I have to do? I went. I had something the following. Oh, I had a I had a trip to Mexico like a week after, and for a wedding, friend's wedding, and it. I mean, it hurt right away. But like, I played sports and like could take a hit back in the day. You're you're all testosterone. You're all yeah. adrenaline. You get a hit. Like I feel like it's the same way people get stabbed. Like I didn't even see the fucking knife. And it's like yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't feel it. Yeah. So like I didn't feel. I went to the ER like later that night and like, and it's just a stiff. It's just like a stiff round. But I'm working through it. Damn. So. At, no, no pity on me, but More it's just massages. like yeah. That sucks though. So neck, neck, neck stuff sucks. It's weird. I know. Sometimes I start dancing and I don't stretch my neck out. And it's <laughs> sore. Like you ever, you ever get have a night out of like clubbing or whatever, and you headbang and you wake up the next day and you're ne- having a sore neck. Is this word. is gonna make me sound like so <laughs> pathetic, but I've woke up with with my finger, my knuckles hurting from snapping all night. <laughs> That's so white. That's the <laughs> whitest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Like, because I feel like the only people that snap. I love that you headbang and I snap. Like, what a fucking <laughs> Christmas caroling duo we are. We just go at it. Five, six, seven. I'm beatboxing and you're just hitting the notes. 
So Take the baseline now. So what was it like dating this last guy without without prying too far? Hey, segue, bada boom, bada bing. I know. Did you see how I don't even I don't have time to segue? I know. It's I'm up. curious. I thought you guys were still dating. No. Is everything all right? What do you mean? With like, you? With like, life? are you like happy single, or are you like how the fuck did that happen? Uh, yeah, I'm happy single. I, I like being single. I think I'm a little bit of a, a train wreck, but um, yeah, it it just wasn't working out. And uh, you know, he's he was older. He's like ten years older than me. Uh, really? No, never mind. He's probably like seven years older than me. But uh, yeah, yeah, you're pretty young. You're you're like one of those things. I, every person I've dated, I've been really good friends with before I've dated, or I've worked with and then been friends with and dated. Like I've never just gone on dates with somebody right away and dated them. And he and I were just good friends for a long time, and then I think I don't know, just got kind of close, and like I went through some stuff, and he was there for me, and and, and like vice versa, and so we started dating, and uh. It's just you lose a friendship. Yeah, it's the risk you got to take. Guys tried to be. I I think it, we just both need some time. You I tried think. afterwards. Yeah, it was just there's you can't you know. I've tried that too, and I'm just like l- resentment will happen. Yeah, unless you just didn't like the person enough, which exactly. is like whatever. But usually, if you do like them, you're gonna have to come up with some sort of like thing to rationalize your feelings, like. You know, you see them socially probably yeah. all the time, probably several nights a week. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it. Yeah, I, I ran in. I was dating a girl, and I've talked about. I've talked about. It, I can't repeat the story because I've, I've said it a few times. But like, she fucked. Like, I tried to be friends with her after, and, and we like hooked up once. I tried to play it cool. Yeah. Holy shit! Did that backfire? Yeah, that, that's what happened with us. We kept getting like back together, or we just kept you know hooking up, and uh, it just it had to. You can't. There has to be a time period, I think, where you really get over each other and, like, hate each other for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, and I don't hate him at all, but, yeah, he doesn't even really say hi anymore, which is fine. Dick, do whatever you got to do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but maybe he's just, hurting in his own thing. And you're, you're pretty successful, so, like, I'm sure no, that's there's I'm, a competitiveness to that when no. you're doing the same exact thing. It just got to the point where it was like, this is not healthy. This is not working out. I, I didn't think yeah, – he wasn't making me happy. I don't know if I was making him happy, but – and then I st- we started doing shooting wild and out, and then I was like, that was every day, every night. It was like such a whirlwind of a month, and so, yeah. So so you just I mean because here's with uh, when I had this long distance thing it wasn't going well. I remember the first day that we didn't text anything <laughs> really? that day. I know I sound like I sound so stupid. <laughs> I think guys are more emotional than girls. I have are. so many issues with when I don't hear back from somebody. Really? Like, even my girlfriend. Like the other day, the other night, well, I was shooting a sketch out of town. Like on the I was it sounds out of town. I was in Venice, and we live in like Koreatown, <laughs> and I work to like. 1 a.m. and uh-huh. I had to be back there at 7, so I just stayed there. Uh-huh. And the next morning, I didn't hear back from her right away. And I was like, call me when you're on your way to work. I knew she was, like, rushing herself out the door, and she'd call yeah. me. Yeah. But, like, that call happened, like, 10 minutes late. And I'm like, is she mad at me? Did I do oh. something? Is she going to – all these things. And then she calls me. She's like, hey, babe. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fucking asshole. <laughs> I am the worst. I am the worst enemy to myself. Why are you so worried? Don't know. Like, I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. No, of course not. Like, yeah. there's – the we there are our things not our trust issues are not with like each other's inf- infidelity or something like that, yeah. which is weird because I've I've never been in a relationship before this where that wasn't an issue. Really? This yeah, is like I've totally been like gray areaed with girls where I'm like, yeah. I don't want to know, and then I find out that they're like they didn't think they were special enough, so they fucked someone else, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck? Like I've totally triggered that PTSD in me, yeah. but with her, never once have I been like, I wonder if she like never. What are your trust issues about? 
If you don't mind me asking. I don't know. You don't know? It's a codependency of like needing, it's a control thing, but mm-hmm. not. it's not in a way where I want to do any harm to her lifestyle. Like today, I've been busy with my own work all day long, but I just, just a quick check-in. Yeah. I had this yeah, yeah, yeah. this gig. I got this big. It was a big gig for me. It wasn't big in in, in the grand scheme of things, but I was doing a crowd warm up for a show. Uh huh. That's so and cool. It was. It, it, uh, I did horrible at it. It really? was. Uh, it was a dance show, and the whole audience oh. was were, were Asian dancers. <laughs> and, you, and you've heard me beatbox. <laughs> this is. I did. Well, did you beatbox they, for a they thought I was fine, and then I did a show. I did a show at Cal State Northridge the next week, and uh-huh. which apparently it was like Asian and Hispanic crowd. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, we we saw you at um. Uh, so you think oh, you can dance? Not so you." Th- what was it called? Uh, uh, America's Best Dance Crew. Oh. They're like, oh, we remembered you from that. And I was like, what? Oh, the? no. <laughs> and, uh, but they, they're like, oh, you did great. Like, they don't know. They really don't know. Because whatever. They don't know. They don't know. It's crazy. You think about yourself and your performance so much. You're like, nobody else is going to fucking remember this. So think yeah. about whatever else is going on in their lives. Yeah. Wait, uh, what? But my girl, my girl was away on a shoot, and it was a big night for me. And I and she she got drunk with her friend, her friend Jade. Uh-huh. They were um they were staying at Jade's place, like you know Laguna Beach or wherever the fuck she's from. Uh-huh. And uh, it was like yeah, it was like there was it was a two day shoot. So that night they went out to some like dive bar and played pool. And in my head, I'm thinking these girls are such targets to be hit on. Yeah, because they are. I mean, I've called her long distance before, and you just hear guys on the phone. Oh yeah. Like when I'm with her, no guy will even like. They're they're totally cool. I've never had never had an issue. Yeah. But then I call on the phone, and they're hey baby, what's going on over there? And I'm like, what is that? Some guys yelling at me from across the street. I'm like, are you oh. kidding me? <laughs> so I think it's like a lack of control when I'm not yeah. there. Yeah. That's and what the issue there's is. There's just elements, you know. Yeah. So she got drunk that night and didn't get back to like passed out, and I was like. So I was so hurt the next day and I communicated all to her and she was like, she was like, I can't believe this bothered you. I had no idea, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was just like, I just wanted some support. It was, and it was, so it's always on a night when I'm like emotionally, I'm in a, you know, with comedy, with whatever it is, you might yeah. have a big gig and you're like, you need to know, I don't need to tell you that this is an important night for me. Yeah. Like you need to know to you just like, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus oh, nights yeah. when I'm like, she'll like, she'll apologize for the things that I just don't care about. So like, I'm so sorry. And I was like. I don't care. This is fine. No big deal. It is hard to know what the other person really cares about and what they don't. And uh, oh wait, how long have you guys been together? We just hit two years. And you guys live together for over a year. Oh, you do live. Yeah. Together. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Dang. So our issues. It's weird, and it's like, I tell you what though, the last couple of months have been a lot better. Yeah. We kind of hit something. Yeah. You, you either figure it out or you like. I was. I was deleting a bunch of photos from my computer today because I was trying to make space and I found all these old screen grabs. I know, I sound retarded. No, I'm sound... Men do this. I, I promise. I'll send them to my buddies, whatever. And I have ones Wait, from screen like... screen grabs of your conversations? I had screen grabs of conversations with her when I lived in New York because oh. we used to... We knew each other for a long time and like I never tried to make it work. We were friends kind of maybe like your situation. Yeah. And I, I knew, I was like... I guess I can lose this friendship. And that's what it comes down to. It's like, ah, fuck this friendship. Like, cause if I stay friends with her and she's with a dude, I'll be so pissed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like, or at least for a while until I, I, you could ever get to the point again, you know, in the future where you don't care. But, but yeah. But, but after I, you have that history too, it's so hard. Cause it, yeah. Once you like go through that with somebody and are that close with somebody and living with somebody, it's a thing. So you do know? you, so how long did you guys date? You said six months? Uh, it was like a year. Oh really? That yeah. long. But and I you guys travel together. So you've had some of those, um, like oxytocin moments I always say it's like uh, you know like oxy- we always talk about oxytocin as like the commitment molecule uh-huh. it's like what you get when you you know it's it's everything from orgasm to breastfeeding like it, all the hugs everything releases oxytocin when it's a strong thing so when you're with someone and you travel and experience things and you meet each other's parents yeah. did you do the parents thing uh no he met my parents but I never met his well, I talked to him on the phone and that's stuff, almost worse I, for you 
that, that he met yours because like your parents got a piece of like he gave a you know versus yeah. he can like you know his parents never got a nice impression of you i mean i'm yeah. not you know no yeah i'm sure you would have wowed them if they met you you bet your ass I, no, <laughs> I don't, yeah but i it, with him it was like he always felt a lot like family that was what i always loved about him it was like i was like i i love this person so much like i loved him before we started dating you know it was just like you feel like a not a, it sounds weird to say brother but like you know like somebody <laughs> that i really feel comfortable with and that i'm just so like attached to but the person that i dated before that i just am thinking about like we we traveled way more together and he was a great kind of life adventure partner you know someone that you can really go through things with and i didn't feel like i really had that with him really yeah and i think that's just such a big thing because i'm i'm a I like adventures, you know? And yeah. I, and I like it when things go wrong. I don't know. You know, it's like you got to be with somebody that you can you get through. You need someone that you can get through the weird shit. And also someone like if you don't, when you're not like just into someone on a physical level. Yeah. That you just want to like hang on the couch with or yeah. do errands with, which sounds so cliche or whatever. But no, but yeah. It's a, it's a, because there's a lot of time like, like over the holidays, you, like I like my girlfriend's parents. They're cool. I like her family. They're cool. Like yeah. she likes mine. It's kind of, we're past that awkward, like hey, meet these people stage. And it's like, all right, let's just go be with family. Yeah. So, like, the last two years I've spent Christmas at her place. But it didn't, you know, it's a little bit sad. You see your family, like, I, you know, and I don't get to see my family. But yeah, whatever. It's like, you know, that's what you're building. And I make sacrifices, you know, for the ones you love. But you're, you're, in a, you're in a place where you're also, like, young, young 20s. Yeah, I just, I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't think. I wasn't emotionally available till twenty. 24, 25. Yeah. 18 to 25 was just hooking up with girls. Yeah. Seeing them until they got sick of me. Yeah. And then it didn't bother me that much. And then one day it just, it just clicked. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, I finally was at like a, when I, and I only fell for girls that I could see a serious future with, which makes sense. Like, yeah, I think I'm starting to get there, but it's a lot of just with this lifestyle, just like not take what you need from men but uh it's just we don't live normal lives you know so it's hard to do normal things and find somebody that can hang out when you when the time does pop up you know on a whim and so do you find guys that are into you for like or like that you know in la that might use like power booking shows or is that it do you find that is that a thing where like dudes will dudes will be like uh trying to help you out but Mm -hmm. also like expect some sort of like date or something uh, yeah, I definitely have, I, t- I get thrown off, like the other night I was at a show, and this was so, so, so just bad, I was hosting a show at the Pikey, and uh, this comic who I'd never met before, we just had a, had a great conversation, like you know when you can immediately just like really shoot the shit honestly with somebody and like just have a great conversation, sure. uh, you know, and it's not like you're like, oh, so where are you from, it's just like a, you really get into shit with somebody right away, it was kind of like that, and uh, and this person had made a joke. We had both finished, you know, our sets, whatever. And he had made a joke about somebody, like, sucking his dick or something. And I, I only heard that part of his set. And I thought he was gay. And because uh, <laughs> I walked out after that. And I was just like, oh, he's gay. Awesome. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, and we were just both sitting outside. And he was like, I don't normally do this. But, like, I, I think you're great. Like, can I get your number? And I was like, yeah. You're not going to, like, ask me on a date or something, are you? And he was just, like, immediately so, like, butthurt. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, fucking A, dude. Like, no. Can you? Yeah. Like, uh, and I get it. People don't want to be friends with you or whatever. If you're a girl, they just want to fuck you. It's fine. You For know? the most but, part. 
Yeah, it's just it gets old, you know. That's why I I I feel like I'm in a cool place when I meet people because I can be like, "Don't worry, we're good. Yeah. Like, we can, you know what you I mean? Have a girlfriend. Yeah, like yeah. we're fine. Yeah. Versus my single days when you'd meet a girl and she'd be like, "Yeah, my boyfriend is this." I mean, womp womp, gone. <laughs> What's See next? Ya. Because it's like the priorities just change. And in yeah. L.A., there's everyone's trying to fuck, but also like have this like powerful like position in yes. the, in the industry. Yeah. With stand up at least, I think it's the most honest form of the industry. Like I, I acted and did all that shit for years before stand up and yeah. you can you can kind of like have propaganda and like hide who you really like you can just like put your good self out there. But with stand up you're so raw on stage that it's like yeah. everybody knows each other's shit. It's like the worst form of high school that we have. It really is. And then we do roast battles and not only do get, you know, do I bomb but then they gotta write an article about it. I know that shit's gonna live online. They Forever. did the live stream of it. Actually, Thank God that shit goes away in 24 hours. I would try to find mine the next morning, and they only kept like 20 minutes of the full roast. Oh. They like cut some of them, and mine was so bad, I think they cut it. Sometimes those periscopes automatically turn off. That's what it was. It's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely got to be it. It wasn't because it was awful. No. Um, so we got to get out of here. But, no, we um, don't. No, we don't. Why? I'm just kidding. They're just as the sun sets on the Beach Nation. Um, <laughs> do you have anything you want to promote? Your Instagram, Snapchat, all that jazz shows. Yes, slide up into my DMs at Becky R. Robinson. Uh, what do I have coming up? What do I have coming up? Everything. When does this come out? Uh, tonight. Okay, that's March twenty eighth. Oh shit, dude! I know. Um, if you guys are around, this is a small show, but I've been working on a new sketch show with a friend of mine, Brent Pella, and we're uh, doing it uh, a run through of a bunch of the sketches that we've been putting up uh, next Tuesday at the Improv Space. So if you're around, you love UCLA, it there. I just went there for the first time. It's a nice. It's a small stage, but it's just like nice and intimate. And we're gonna be. We've been working on a bunch of new characters and stuff. So that's Tuesday at eight p.m. Tuesday tomorrow. Uh, next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. That's like the, f- the fifth or the fourth. Is it April? What is it? The Tuesday, the first Tuesday of April. Yeah, first Tuesday of April. Um, I'm gonna find it before you. I found it. It's the fourth. The fourth, fifth. Damn it! Fuck you. April fifth. <laughs> That's great. April fifth. That's yeah. a cool space. I did it last week when it was their spring break, so I found out. Oh. Oh. There was zero audience for the first comic, <laughs> and luckily by mine, like seven people rolled in, and it was a good it was a good time. Wait, would you do Micah's show? It was a sh- it was um Robert Saturday Chambers show Friday. Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Good. Brent was on did that show. My friend, that the one that I'm doing the show with. No. Yeah. Wait. Because we did a last sh- Saturday. What's his last name? Pella. I don't know. Was he? He's tall. There's a late night show too. Oh, now, oh you're only, right. He was on the late the, I only know because there was three Daves in a row. This is oh, comedies too. <laughs> when there's three Daves in a row, I should pick a different different industry. Yeah, change your um, name, dude. I know. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to tell you, I got to try to get you on a show I'm doing at a, at, at a fraternity. That would, would be would, amazing. Would, you, would that be cool Absolutely. to do? It's at USC. It's yes. on 420. Which frat? Um, I, I'm not going to say on the air. I'll tell you after. Uh, because it's a private event. Okay. I don't want people to crash it. Oh, shoot. I, but, might, um, I think I might be out of town with Funny or Die that weekend. But if not, uh, I'd love to. Either way, yeah, I'm trying to get these college shows done, which you which are they're, they're horrible. so fun. Yeah. But because it's all, all of their all of their show, uh, in the fraternity rows all on one street. So I want to I want to make it like the one block tour. And you just go from like, you know, house but house. they have to know it's cool first. So like the one in Northridge was like a test run uh-huh. at the whatever that Cal State Northridge is. Yeah. CSUN, whatever it's called. But this one's more, that, that was like weird because it was like kind of like a commuter campus, but this one's more like, to you know, party, yeah, whatever. Yeah, USC, yeah. But it's also like, you know, you got to get them on the right night because like any, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you cannot do stand up no. in a college. They just want to fucking fuck and rage. What about the nights that they have their meetings? That was, 
Those that, are, that would be a good one. Yeah, because I think all frats have their meetings like one night of the week, and sororities either have it the same night or a different night. But those yeah. are good nights because they're all gathered and they kind yeah. of have to be there. I think this one's a Wednesday, but yeah. Oh, it's perfect. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about it off air. But um, anyway, I don't know what I'm promoting, so just follow me on social media, and uh, yeah, check out my Instagram at dneils with a z. Uh, we got to take our Christmas carol photo for them uh <laughs> yes. thank you so much for coming on will you come yeah. on again and thanks so much for uh, having update me. me on your uh your dating life i'll be the creepy older brother that uh, <laughs> asks you about your sex life anytime oh we didn't even get into sex stuff oh geez all right this was the warm-up then all right thank you guys for listening so much share it with your friends uh uh reach out to us online let us know you're listening uh thanks so much bye thanks guys